Hey friends, welcome back to my podcast. It has been so long. It's April 19th now and I think the last episode I recorded was in October. I've been up to a lot since then. I took a social media break and then I came back and all the things and that's kind of where I decided to take a step back from the podcast was to do a social media break, um, regather myself after tons of hard training and business ideas and all the things, just kind of a creative window. And I'm back and I'm better than ever. I won't bore you guys with the details of that. Maybe one day I'll release an episode of what the last, I don't know, six, seven months has looked like for me. Um, I will say it's been beautiful. It's been fun. It's been creative. It's been new. Um, But this podcast is not about that. I won't bore you with those details. If you want to know, let me know and I will do an episode on that. I just want to get right to the point. I am doing a bodybuilding competition, not only one, I'm doing three shows this year and this feels deep to me. Um, Doing bodybuilding, entering into that space doesn't feel like I gotta go, I gotta be a savage, I gotta win. Um, To me, it feels like this is something I can use to really combine everything I've learned about myself over the last three years. I've done so much work on myself over the last three years and I can't think of a better way to embrace it, to honor it, to showcase it, than to step into this space. Now, let me explain why. Over the last two and a half, three years now, I have done so much inner work. As you guys know, doing a bodybuilding competition sounds rich coming from someone who has recovered from an eating disorder, um, haven't binged in two years. Um, I've worked so hard on valuing myself, knowing that I'm worthy regardless of what I look like, healing body image issues, traumas, all the things. I've been going inward, inward, inward for three years now. And it's been so beautiful. I so needed that version of me. She was so loving. She was so nurturing. She took such good care of me. She was willing to do the hard work and do the things that I was so afraid to do for my entire life up until then. Only along the way, I realized I was shunning such an important part of the human experience, the ego. And I think the ego gets a bad rap in all of the healing, quote unquote, spaces. Um, It's self-centered. It's arrogant. um, Maybe it's insecure, narcissistic. It overcompensates. Whatever bad rap it gets, essentially the ego is just How do I perceive the world and how do I perceive my sense of self? It's really that sense of self, like any I statement, any me statement, um, how are people going to perceive me, that kind of thing. Um, It is how our souls step into the human experience is through our ego, our sense of self. And so it is so much more than just like arrogance or narcissism or insecurity. It is how we experience being human. It's such an important piece, but along the way of doing all this inner work, I've shunned my ego. And I'm like, no, the heart's in the driver's seat. 
um, everything's all love, everything's all light, and my intuition and my soul and my spirit and those things are so important. But I noticed I started to judge the very, very human parts of me that are natural, that should be there, that should be celebrated. Anytime I wanted to like do my makeup or get dressed up for the day, I'm like beating myself up. You shouldn't care about how you look or how people perceive you. Why do you need to wear makeup? And so I literally went like a year without makeup, without like really doing anything nice with my hair. If I wanted to, you know, be proud and share in an accomplishment that I hit in the gym or in my business, I would beat myself up. That's going against your values. That's going against your morals. You're supposed to be showing everyone that that stuff doesn't matter. Accolades don't matter. Um, so this part of me that appreciated, you know, com- that natural competitiveness, that drive, that that part of me appreciated compliments. It appreciated appreciated beauty. It appreciated effort, um, friendly competition. I locked that part of me inside and was like, we are healing for three years. And I noticed how inauthentic that was. And the thing that really kind of helped me to realize this was um, a close friend of mine and my fiance Jay's, um, he was telling me that his dad has had gotten into like new hobbies and he's doing really well and is winning. And his dad said, winning is fun. And I was like, I, that's such a simple statement. But if you guys know through my podcast, through my coaching, through my social media, those little one-liners, like I internalize them and they stick with me forever. And when I heard that, I was like, winning is fun and it feels good to be good at something. And it feels good to get accolades and it feels good to compete. And just because I'm leaning into those things and honoring those things, doesn't mean I'm dishonoring the values that I pour into my coaching about going inward and your soul matters and your heart matters. And so I realized if this human experience gets to be fun, doing the inner work can be fun. I've had so much fun learning about myself and exploring and pushing through whatever came up. I've really, really had fun getting to know myself, but if the inner work gets to be fun, why can't the ego have fun too? At the end of the day, the ego is not going anywhere. Like I said, it's essentially the entire human experience. And so why can't I lean into that and have fun in a healthy way as long as I'm not being controlled by it? And so why am I depriving myself of the appreciation of beauty, of compliments, of competitiveness, of drive, of winning. Winning is fun. It all gets to be fun. So why not have it all? Why not both? And that was the initial seed planted of how we got here. And so, you know, I've been doing the inner work for three years. It's been beautiful. I've healed so much, healed the eating disorder, the body image issues, I've come to this realization that I've been shunning my ego and not really honoring what this human experience is, what this human experience can be. I've basically cut off my legs. And so that that is how the seeds were planted, more or less. And so once I got that realization, I started having fun with it. Of course, I'm like hitting new PRs in the gym every single week. Like I've really dove into like, 
I want to be proud of myself and I want to show people what I can do and that's okay. So I've been posting my PRs, I've been posting my physique changes, like so much strength gained and I'm really good at it and that's okay. Like it's okay to be proud of that. And I'm sure you guys think that, but I didn't think that. I wasn't allowing myself that. Um, So I'm looking in the mirror one day and in the last... 90 days, four months since I've really gotten back into training after a little hiatus I mentioned, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, my body does really well leaning out and putting on muscle. Just naturally, I have like an athlete's physique. That's so funny because if you're watching the video version of this podcast, I'm hunched over like a freaking hermit. My posture's not that great. But if you see me on Instagram... Um, I just, I do just naturally have an athlete's physique. I can do 12 consecutive pull-ups, which the reason I'm hesitating is because my, my inner self is like, stop bragging about what you're good at. And that's that thing I'm trying to get over. Um, I can do 12 consecutive pull-ups, which is like essentially unheard of for women, a woman, a woman, a woman being able to do just one pull-up is extremely impressive. And so I can do 12. And so my back is strong and it's ripped, which like brings in, which makes my waist look smaller. And then, you know, I'm deadlifting more than your average woman can as well. And so I have really strong legs and they're really dense. And I just have a good figure that could be good in bikini competing. And so after all that rambling, let's rein it in. I'm looking in the mirror And all this is going on in my head of like, wow, I could be really good at that. And immediately (laughs) my limiting beliefs came up and was like, no, you have a history of disordered eating. You have a history of body image issues. Like why even expose yourself to that? So I put the idea out of my mind and I'm like, whatever. And, you know, the seed was planted and through weeks of just going about my normal everyday life, I obviously noticed that the mental chatter around food is just no longer there for me. And it hasn't been for like a year. It's not something I was really mindful of. Like the chatter wasn't there, so there is nothing to notice, but it's not something I was really mindful of until the bikini competing, competing, until the bikini competing um, was brought to the forefront of my mind. And so I'm going about my days for a few weeks and I'm like, the mental chatter isn't there around food. It isn't there about my body. Like all I feel right now is excitement and love for myself. And I feel a drive to keep pushing in the gym. And I love having an objective and going for it. And there are just no emotions involved or negative emotions rather involved when it comes to what my body's doing and how it looks and what I'm consuming. I am just so far detached from the control that it used to have have on me. And so the seed was planted. I noticed how far I'd come in my inner work. And I was like, okay, well maybe that fear of the disordered eating will come back. Like maybe that doesn't have a leg to stand on. And so I'm like, okay, the idea starts ruminating more. And then I had a few other things 
that I was really holding back on. It's really important to me to keep a healthy cycle, a menstrual cycle. I want to have kids someday. Like that is my main purpose in life is to have a family. And so I know bikini competing gets a bad wrap on that. You know, when you get to such a low body fat percentage, it isn't always super healthy for your hormones. Some bodies don't take well to that. And so I had been eyeballing a coach for a few months on social media. Like I'm telling you guys, I sat on this for very long. So I've been eyeballing this coach for a while and I DM him and I'm like, Hey, just being straight up, I'm considering competing someday, like learning more about it. And my main concern is my cycle. Is that something that is negatively affected in a process like this based on how you do it with your clients? And he gave me a couple podcast episodes to listen to that he had done, just kind of going into the science of that. He just really made me feel like heard and comfortable and educated on how he takes that approach in a safe way, in a balanced way. His clients don't experience that. And I felt just immediately comfortable with him, connected to him. I was like, okay, I've been watching him for a few months. His response to me here, he took the time, he gave me the resources, just shows me that he is being truthful, um, that he's being genuine, or at least that's the read I got on him, just from one interaction. And so I respond back, like, awesome, this is something like I maybe want to consider in the next few months. And so the wheels are turning. I have the idea in mind. I've had the conversations with myself. I've reached out to a coach and like things are becoming tangible. And then I start seeing him pop up in my Instagram stories. I start seeing his clients pop up as like suggested people. And all of a sudden I start imagining myself on show day with butterflies. I start feeling myself getting excited to push through a tough experience. A show prep is a tough experience. There's no denying that. I start feeling myself get excited to do something like that. I start literally waking up in, waking up every day with a smile on my face of like, that would be so badass to do. And my brain starts just churning out reasons of why not. Why not me? Why not now? I already explained to you guys why I was feeling nervous at first and had kind of talked myself off that ledge. And then I'm like, okay, what are other reasons that I want to do this? And I know I'm going to have kids in a few years, three, four years. And I think I would regret truthfully not taking advantage of the energy of the time, of the physique, of the drive that I have right now. And taking, my, taking myself and my body and my mind to that savage level at least once. And so there's that. I think I would really regret if I never just saw what this body could do before I had kids. And I know you can do it after kids. But of course, it's not the same. Um, so there was that reason that was coming up for me. There was, I'm going to live in Costa Rica someday. There's not shows in Costa Rica. There's not really gyms like this in Costa Rica. There's not the resources with the coach and the community and all the things. And so I'm like, what can I do right now to take advantage of this abundance of everything in the city that I live in, Austin, Texas? 
Um, and so that was another why not now. And I was like, okay, the reasons are really stacking up. And if I'm imagining myself on stage every single morning when I wake up with butterflies, that is just a sign that this is something I should do. And the next thing was, I was nervous about how people would perceive me. I wanted to step into bodybuilding competitions and really lean into that and take my business and my content in that direction. I don't want to be a bodybuilding coach, but I mean like, obviously when you create content around that, you get more personal training clients. And so I want to start competing in bodybuilding, but that is rich coming from someone that has spent three years healing her eating disorder and her body image issues and not tying her value and her worth to what she looks like. Those are two very opposite things, seemingly, the inner work and a bodybuilding competition like couldn't be further away from each other on the spectrum. And then I realized I can create my own lane in this and show women that you can have both. You can have the heart, the spirit, the healing, and that side of you fully developed and loving and in working order and enter into a competition where you do put effort into the accolades and the physique and the way people perceive you. And you can do that in a non-toxic way because we don't have to deprive ourselves of that egoic side of us that is such a part of the human experience and so I was afraid of how people would perceive you know I've built my brand out of doing inner work I'm going to step into a field where it's presumably all outer work can I create a lane in bodybuilding where we have both and I really think I can I know that I will where I show women you can have it all You're allowed to go for, you know, maybe you want weight loss. Maybe you want a bigger butt. Maybe you want to win something. Maybe you want to be good at something. You can have, you can scratch that itch and still be so loving towards yourself and still be on that healing path. You don't have to tie your worth up into your ego. And that is really what I want to do with this. I fully am stepping into this with, so much trust in myself that I have the tools to do it in a healthy, loving way. I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be uncomfortable. Show prep, I don't mean like the mental side of it. It's going to be hard on my body. You're pushing yourself to like a savage level. Um, It's not a sustainable thing. You're prepping for a show. I know it's going to be hard in that way, but I also know and I trust that if any mental chatter does come up around, you know, beating myself up over food or the way that I look, I have the tools to work through that. I am so detached from the version of me that used to be tied up in that. I can welcome those thoughts. I can see them objectively and I can say those are not true. Um, I am no longer controlled by a negative inner narrative and I trust that going into it with full trust in myself is really important um it is 
and, and it's a sport at the end of the day. When I'm looking at my physique in the mirror and I notice little things I want to change or little things I can do, it would never be coming from a place of you need to be leaner so that you're more attractive. Your muscles need to be bigger so that you're more attractive, so that you're more worthy, so that you're more lovable. It would be coming from a, this is a sport and this is what has to happen to win. And I think creating that separation and knowing there's a difference is so important. I love my body. I love the way that I look right now. I love the little pockets of fat that I have and the bloating that I experience in the wider thighs because this body has done so much for me and it's going to house my children someday and this version of me is perfect and so I can remember going through prep that that is temporary and the version of me I'm going to get back to after show day is one worth getting back to. And I just can't imagine a scenario or an avenue where this becomes toxic, where this goes awry. And it doesn't have to be that way. And that comes back to creating a new lane in bodybuilding where it doesn't have to be toxic. It doesn't have to be negative. It doesn't have to be so all-consuming. It can be loving and it can be fun and it can be a hard thing that you're experiencing because you love the sport. And yeah, this feels deeper to me than I want to do a bodybuilding competition. It feels like a culmination of all the things I've been doing and how I can marry everything that comes with the human experience. Um, And it gets to be fun. It gets to be fun. And I want to show that to women that you can step into any space and rewrite the narrative because bodybuilding does get such a bad rap. Um, And so I'm excited to show that to everyone, to prove that to myself, most importantly. And I am going to be vlogging the entire experience. I've never vlogged anything before, so fingers crossed I can stay consistent and excited about that portion of it. Um, We're... Don't want to give too much away. I'll... I'll start doing that in the vlog, but we're essentially like 20 weeks out from my first show. And so maybe bi-weekly, I'll like release an episode on YouTube or something. But let me know any questions you have about this. Let me know your thoughts. I can address them and include them when I start vlogging. I know I haven't given any details about like my body goals and show dates and all the things but that's going to come with time. Right now, I really just wanted to get on here and make this announcement and share in my excitement. Like I said, I've been waking up every day with butterflies, um, knowing that I get to step into this new version of me who loves it all and embraces it all in a healthy, balanced way and taking you guys, you women, along on this journey with me I think is going to be so beautiful and so impactful, and I am going to put that pressure on myself to really create that new lane where the heart and the ego get to live hand in hand, and it's okay if you have the body goals. It's also okay to do the inner work at the same time. So 
Thank you for listening to this ramble. This is, I have not been this excited about something in a very, very long time. Um, yeah. Let me know if you guys have any questions. You can DM me on Instagram or Twitter. Those are both Jungle Leah. Different variations. I think Instagram is Jungle period Leah. And then Twitter is Jungle Leah with an extra A at the end. Obviously, before I record any vlogs or podcast episodes, I'll probably reach out to my stories to see if you guys have any questions. But yeah, as of today, today is literally day one of prep. And so I am now a bodybuilding competitor. I love to say that. I'm so excited. Love you guys. Thank you, friends, for listening. And we'll talk soon.